Hi, this is Kinda Jaded with Casey Hill and Caroline. Me, 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 Got some me, redness. Me. Got some redness in my skin. I can't even. See, excuse me. I can't even see the redness in your skin. Really? Look well, hot. thank God. You look hot. You look. I'm just hot. wearing. I'm just wearing lip gloss. And listen, I'm a beauty guru. <laughs> So, um, this one is insane. What is it? It's like a tart. It's a new, like I've been seeing it on TikTok, obviously. It's tart maracuja juicy lip plump. And it's like a balm, but Ooh. it like, it's like an oil and it just like makes your lip, like look at, look at this. That looks good. And I can't stop. I just put it on all day, every day. Wait, and it looks. Like, and, and I talk like this. You're not color over and urge. It looks so good. Is it sticky? Mm-mm. It feels like a soothing bomb. Stop. I think I need really to get that. Ever. Yeah, you it gotta looks, get it. It looks really good. Okay, so that's our. Speaking of TikTok, I'm in my TikTok I, era. I know. I was gonna say. I actually had some. I was gonna text you this last night, but I was like, I'll just save it for the pod because I saw your TikTok <laughs> about palm pomegranate. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a story like that too. I want to hear it and I, I'll fill in the people that I was driving with Jimmy and we were talking and he was, I didn't really hear what he said, but what I heard was he was like, I miss that Paul McGranite thing. And I was like, who's Paul McGranite? And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I realized he was saying pomegranate and I was laughing so hard. I almost Jimmy had to like pull it? over. He was like, "Why is that funny?" Like it's he was the funniest like, thing I've ever heard. It's honestly so funny. Thinking of Paul McGranite, I lit. I literally like, almost had to I'm pull Paul over. McGranite. <laughs> I'm Paul McGranite of the beach. Paul McGranite. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so I I have a similar story where my mom. I mean, it's not a big story. It's like just like quick one too. But my mom was like, "Yeah," and then we're going going to Seattle, and I. <laughs> was like who is Adel and my mom was like I'm sorry I was like who's Adel and she's like no Seattle like the city and I was Adel? like we're yeah. gonna see Adel also like I when has Adel ever been a name like I was like yeah you saying Mick Granite like granite. Also, would, what was the pomegranate thing he was missing? He was talking know. about that drink, you know, that palm drink, P-O-M. Oh, yeah. Where's that at these days? I don't know, but he was like, I missed that. But I That's was, really I sweet. could not. It's like shit like that that really gets me going. And like, yeah, babe, especially when you're on your burnout phase, everything's <laughs> like a big mess. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, ah! That's my sense of humor. No, I but I, I am in my TikTok era. I know, and I love it. I'm a, uh, it's, it's literally all I do now. It's like, it brings me, this is a thing. Like, MySpace used to bring me joy, but also, like, it was a similar thing, like, with, you know, there's always the anxiety around these, like, social media things. Yeah. I think Instagram is the most anxiety-inducing. Instagram is horrible. It's yeah, truly it a death trap. I fucking yeah. hate it. So I think like MySpace and Facebook, I mean, Facebook even was a little weird, but it like still cute. Um, But Instagram like really is anxiety inducing and TikTok. I 
get so much joy. I learn so much. True that. I literally pop on, I'm laughing, I'm fucking like learning cleaning tips. You know, it's just like a really, I'm sure it's toxic for a lot of people, like younger generations who are like trying to like, yeah, keep up. But like, I don't know. I fucking love it. I think my thing is like my algorithm, whatever I'm getting fed is on the nose for me. Exactly. And it's not like weird, you know, like tweens doing TikTok dances. Like it's old people being like i made this peanut brittle this is my famous peanut brittle you know and it's good it's so good and as a result i was like you know what i'm gonna just stop being a bitch and i'm gonna start posting on tiktok and i was like let me just post on tiktok at least once a day for the next month and just see what happens brilliant work and thank you. I'm just like trying not to think too deeply about things these days. You know what I mean? Babe, that's such a nice space to be in. When I'm things just, just are yeah. rolling off your back and you're like, like, that's the thing. Kids, people can talk about Gen Z all they want, like talk shit, but they're fucking funny. They, they are, are funny. so fucking funny and smart. Like, I like die when I go through the comments of some of these things. Like I, so I fucking piss. And I think they just like, don't give a fuck. That's and I think thing. that's like the biggest thing. Like, okay. But I've seen a lot of this stuff with like millennials and like our generation. I think we were in this weird era where like we came up, you know, with MySpace and shit. And that was just for shits and giggles and it was fun and whatever. But I think we have this like, sense of shame that gen z doesn't have you Mm -hmm. know what i mean where we're not supposed to be like oh yeah don't show off too much or whatever and maybe that's kind of like a byproduct of our parents generation too yeah yeah i don't or maybe it's growing up with not as much social media i don't fucking know but gen z doesn't have that as much and it is incredibly advantageous for them like sure i think our generation is made to feel like embarrassed about I don't know, social media or something. And, but at well, the same I think time, like expected the, to use it. Yeah. We're like the Instagram generation yeah. for sure, where everything has to be like super curated and edited and like, you know, like you post and get anxiety. I, I don't know. I think just like TikTok is like a freer space to like, I'm just create. Also, it's TikTok. more creative, right? Like, that's the thing too. Like, you can like, edit and like do crazy shit on it that I don't think you could like really do on on Instagram I'm literally just treating like edit in a cool way totally I'm like treating TikTok as a like I don't even know just an Instagram story I'm just really posting whatever and letting it be and I'm like I really don't care and I feel like that's maybe the healthier place to get to with social media is just like I'm gonna post this and then let it go because I just don't it doesn't need to affect me. It's just like, there it is. I know. And it can live there and that's fine. You know? It's so like, have you been seeing all these like artists posting about, see, it's funny because I, when I, like, I haven't been signed to a major label in like years. Yeah. And you haven't either really, no. right? So like we, when I was signed, it was like a whole, I think like labels were kind of floundering a bit and they were just like, what the fuck? Like it was a transitional phase mm-hmm. where I don't even think TikTok 
It wasn't. Had, it it was exist. musically. We went to. We actually went to the musically office Stop. before it was TikTok. Yeah, it was in Santa Monica, and I remember they were like, "Well, this is this app," and like, and I think like people were just starting to like scratch the surface and like tap into it a bit. But at that point, it was like they were just con- like the whole social media thing. They were like, "Oh, you got to get followers on Instagram and like all this stuff," but it was just like clearly like people were like losing their jobs at the label and like a lot of jobs were like becoming obsolete and like the social media teams were like the ones I don't know it was just a weird time but now it must be so different they're probably just breathing down your neck being like put your song on TikTok put it on TikTok it'll go viral yeah like make it (laughs) because you do have that ability right like TikTok totally things go like it's almost like when when YouTube first came out and you're like, oh, you put a video, a music video out. And if it's like cool, it like has the potential to yeah. go viral. Right. And I think that's like it's so crazy to think of like what it would be like to be signed to a major right now. They're probably just like fully just like tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> I mean, literally, they must be like me because the I think the thing about TikTok is like you just have to be consistent with it and literally do it every day. Yeah, um, actually. Yeah, and I think that that can be hard if you have a label or a, a company, whatever, like breathing down your neck to make something every day or versus Ew. like just doing it because you're like, I'm going to post this stupid thing or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. it, when it becomes a like job, maybe other people are better with that. But I do so poorly <laughs> with those kinds of things. Like once I okay. feel like it's something I have to do and I'm like okay now this does not feel authentic to me and like it does not feel fun and I feel like people can tell you know yeah babe I like resist I I I do not love authority at all I never have I like hate when people tell me what to do I have to marches to the beat of her own drum I really do um but like obviously like I like I'm an open-minded person and I like advice and, and to like learn from other people and like yeah. take, take constructive criticism. But like when someone's like, do this, this way, I'm like, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it literally, it actively makes me want to avoid mm-hmm. like, especially in the context. It feels icky. It does feel icky. And like, I, I don't know. It's like, it kind of, I almost feel like, and maybe this is, again, my personality. I think this is also a very Taurus and Scorpio thing because we are both very stubborn, kind of like fiery, you know, do our We know what we want. Exactly. We know what we want and like our, we can compromise, but not in our ideals, you know, like not, not in our, like the things that we believe in. Um, But I'm, I lost my train of thought. Oh, oh, I think that like you have to arrive at your own like conclusions, you know, yeah. on your own. Totally. Because like even if you know something is right or like good for you objectively, mm-hmm. having someone else sometimes tell me to do it, it, it just makes me resist it and truly makes me not want to do it, even if I know that it's good for me, you know? Yeah, Totally. Yeah, I like the the like I don't know. I I really have like be- learned to like love the kind of journey as like corny as that sounds. I like like the discovery. I'm like an um inquisitive person. I like to figure things out on my own, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah. I feel that. I think, it, yeah, it's like if someone's just like leading you, I, me coming up with so many like we're leaders analogy. No, yeah, but it's, I was thinking like it's like someone leading you to this like end point and you're like, or just like dropping you off at an end point and you're like, wait, but how did we get here? Like, yeah, I don't know if I want to be here. You know what I mean? And you that's have to, also, like, yeah, go, go back. No, 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 you go. No, okay, fine. Um, yeah, but that's also like, like to relate it back to, you know, music and being an artist and stuff. I guess we were talking about being artists this whole time, so yes. I'm not relating back yeah. to it. But I'm no, just but I love adding you. to I it. Of you just adding the through lines. You're like, and going back and, to my point in paragraph one. Um, and circling back, <laughs> but me like writing one email my whole life i'm like circling back hey, is that what they say yeah hey just circling no, but back even that like be- leaving a label i don't know i you know i've been making music or like been in a band since i was like a teenager since i was like 14 and you know working with a label there were a lot of things i didn't know the inner workings of and like I think I've mentioned this before, like, yeah, we were like schlepping to shows and stuff. But then when you like actually enter the like music business and you're like in those buildings and stuff, it's like a whole other ball game. and taking a step back and now having to do everything on my own is just like, it makes me want, like, I don't know. It just, it's giving me like more drive. Totally. You like for some reason, like I, I know, like, I don't know, like putting that extra, like elbow grease into it and like doing like making your single art yourself or like putting your own money into videos it's like I don't know it gives me more drive and I have more confidence in my project now yeah you know no I completely feel you I think part of it too is like you don't have people hyping you up in the same way also like you kind of have to be like the devil that shit it is and like What's so funny is like when people would hype me up or hype up the music I was making, like while I was on the label, I never believed them. And I was like, I think because I didn't really believe in my own music at the time and didn't feel like I was making what I wanted to make exactly. Yeah. But I also didn't have the like language at that time to Mm -hmm. make what I I didn't know what I wanted to make, you know? Yeah. Like I was just kind of like, eh. I was floundering, but um, I think, yeah, I never really believed them. And then like coming out of that, it's kind of like, okay, you're your own everything. You know, you yeah. have to be the one that's like selling your shit. You have to be the one that's like hyping yourself up being like, this mm-hmm. is good. This is, you know, and I think that that's like, I kind of need that. Yeah, I, sure. I, I'm sure you can find that, you know, that like independence and stuff in a label setting and in like whatever, something where you don't have to do everything yourself. But it seems like it's more rare. Yeah, I mean, you know? a good example is like maybe like Charlie XCX or I don't know. I think like Miley Cyrus does that a lot. Like she you can find that but I think you have to be a certain type of person and it's hard when you when you're like when you have sycophants around you all the time telling you that you're the best and and you might be the best but it's also like it's so 
I don't know. Like if you're like a kind of balanced, kind of well-rounded person, you're, you start to like be a skeptic a bit. You're like, okay, totally. People like all want something and you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Am I, was I wrong? Actually, like, no, I would, it's so funny to say that. Cause I was, um, with my friend Jonah last week and we were just like writing songs and we were laughing about like, we kind of came up in the same era, you know, like 2014, we were doing like, we had both kind of just gotten signed and we were doing the thing where they, you know, your label publisher, whatever, just sends you out to like do the speed dating sessions and you so bad. It's so bad. But like, so for anyone that's not in music, basically like a lot of the time when you get signed to, you know, a new publisher or label, they'll just start sending you to writing sessions with tons of different people. So you can kind of get a feel of like, you know, people you might want to collaborate with in the future. And you can also just kind of get your feet wet with writing a lot, yeah, which is like, really helpful. And kind of like flex that muscle or like exercise yeah. it, I guess. I mean, it's like such a necessary skill to have as an artist is like be able to go into a room and write a song and, you know, like I certainly- Talk about burnout though. Oh, like- seriously. Yeah. But like, but without that, I wouldn't be able to- write music now but like totally but we're laughing because we were definitely like in the same kind of cycle so we would end up like collaborating collaborating with a lot of the same people and he knew my name at the time and you know would be like you know producers would be like oh I just worked with Casey Hill whatever and we we're laughing because I was like, some of those songs that I wrote in those sessions were so fucking bad. But I remember producers being like, this is so cool. Or like, you know, the next day be like, that song is stuck in my head. And Jonah and I were laughing because we we're like, yeah, it's because I was on a major label. Like they just wanted to get paid, you know, or like yeah, for wanted sure. the cut. But I'm like, you can't possibly believe this is a good song. What like, was the song, babe? I need to like find some of them, but we were laughing. We were like pulling up our old, old, old demos from those sessions. Just like, oh my God, they're so bad. Oh, babe, I have so many bad songs. I think one of my worst ones it's actually good. might be with uh, Kid Harpoon. Is that the one who works with Harry Styles? Yeah. This was you mean like, like Harry Styles. Harry Styles. <laughs> you break out in hives. <laughs> no, but this was like 2014. And I was like really new. And they set me up with like, I went to London for like a week and a half, I think. And I had like three or four days with Kid Harpoon. Bless his heart. I mean, like, he's good. I was so new. I had no idea what I was doing or like what I wanted to do. And I'm sure he was just trying to pick up some scraps and make something that worked. These yeah. demos were fucking unlistenable. They're so. I bet they're fire. Bad. I need them. No, we they're. Dis- we should dissect so our old demos. No, no that's it. so bad. I have to. <laughs> we have to. Maybe that's our next episode. They're so bad, Kara. That's amazing, though. I'm sure. Also, you, you know what, though? It's like, that's the craziest thing. Like, when listen like pairing like a 
a, you know, young, like fresh, not like actually young, but like, you know what I mean? Like a, a newer yeah. artist with like, who's like fresh and like new on the scene with like bigger producers is I get it, but I also like, don't think that anything epic will come out of that. It's intimidating. I mean, for I, sure. it, it is. And it's yeah. also like, and like, I don't know, unless you're the, I just find it's intimidating. And like, I think like the best, like collaborations happen with someone, who, like a couple people who are just kind of like both like hungry for it, you know? Yeah. And you have this yeah. like tight bond and you like build something together. Like look at like Lana Del Rey's who would did like the guy who did all of her like stuff. And I even like, she did a lot with like Rick Knowles and some yeah, but that was later, stuff. right? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know who did the beginning stuff, but like, I, know. I think in general, it's good to, I don't, yeah, yeah. You're, you're so right. It's like, there's something about working with people where you feel like it's safe to make mistakes and it's safe to like try something that might sound horrible, but like some yeah. the cool shit, you know what I mean? Like you have totally. to you have no, that's to go the be- there. like that's the best like exercise for a songwriter, I think. Just like and and that's like building relationships is such a huge part of our job, which yeah. nobody kind of I mean, obviously people talk about it, but I I'm talking like not like like networking, but like being able to get in the studio with somebody and you have 3 days. Yeah. Like they're like this is this like producer we have three days with them they're so busy blah blah blah, or whatever or vice versa producer artists like I don't know the artist is big anyway and then you have to like the first day like you have there's also egos involved right like producers are artists too so it's like you can't just come in and be like this is what I want to make or you can I'm sure people do it if they have like you know a lot of stuff under yeah. their belt, but you kind of have to like play this, like you have to build a relationship with them and a trust, right? Because totally. like either it's going to be disjointed and they're going to make something that that's their style. And like, you're going to maybe not like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Am, am I making Completely. sense? Like, yeah, you have to have to like, we're like, you have to like, you have to build rapport. No, but you have yeah. to like, you do have to build trust. It's such a like intimate relationship to write music, especially like we said, like trying shit that doesn't sound good or being like, yeah. oh, even just like as a singer or whatever, being like, oh, I'm going to try some like singy shit that's probably going to sound really bad and like, you know, but whatever, yeah. like shit I- just doesn't always sound good, but that's just part of the process. And I think you have to feel like you're on a level playing field where like, both of your opinions and and uh, experience is like valuable to the other person, you know, where mm-hmm. you're both kind of like learning something. And that doesn't yeah. necessarily have to mean like, oh, I have this, you know, this many years of experience, whatever. But I think it's just about like valuing the other person's perspective. Totally. You know, and being like, oh, these, you know, they always come up with something interesting or they push me further or they kind of like reel me in whatever it is like I think that's a super important part of just like collaborating with someone yeah absolutely like I've been in sessions before where I've 
like witness people like shutting down other people's ideas and it creates this really fucking like tense environment and it's like when you're working with someone it's the first day you can't just you kind of have to make a shitty song it's always going to be shitty you kind of have to just make something that like everyone's collaborating even if you don't like the idea yeah so that you can be like okay like I like this energy like we're open Mm -hmm. we're like you know what I mean rather than just being like no that doesn't work that doesn't work that doesn't work and then you're just like and then it's soured I feel you know the relationship is soured yeah it's it's so interesting that so many of those kind of like speed dating sessions it's like okay I have a day with this person day with this person I mean I guess it's really just for feeling out vibes because I I mean, now I can, you know, I can always make a song with someone. Very rarely is the first song we make the one, you yeah. know, like I, almost never. Yeah, almost you know, never. Like, I'm sure there are, I think the first song I made with Francis and the lights, the first song we made was really great. It was on my, my second album called told me i know that song was super cool oh my god stop and then i think oh my god thank you the first song jimmy and i made together never came out i wonder if i could find it i don't think we ever jimmy he's next door i know jimmy no (laughs) i don't think it was great i think the second song we made together was dinner though i think love that one too is it do you ever find it weird like singing about your partner and being in the room with him um no only because I record vocals on my own and I write Uh, lyrics on my own dinner like dinner I used to not like the second album I didn't do that like I recorded in the room with other people I think we would just like not talk about (laughs) yeah lyrics and stuff it's like okay this is my song but like I record everything on my own now so it's kind of like my own safe space but I used to not I don't know it it never really like but I guess I wasn't writing songs about him where I was like I hate when you don't pick up your socks and like you know like like I wasn't writing like hate when Leslie doesn't pick up his socks that being an angry song you're like i hate when you don't pick up uh, your socks that would be a fucking good song honestly yeah like paul yeah i call it paul mcgranite the- paul mcgranite actually i think jimmy i left my socks out the other day and he was like what my favorite thing is like when both of us are being like the other person's done something kind of annoying but not annoying enough to like confront We'll just, we do this thing where it's like, like he called me a sock lever. Like I picked up my socks and was like, oh, you little sock lever. And I'm like, oh, sorry. But I did the same thing to him. I'm like, oh, you little crumb lever. But it's like, because that's like enough confrontation to be like, pick up your crumbs. But I don't want to be like, pick up your crumbs. Like you're a crumb lever. lever. Yeah, it's like my sweet way of being like. I'd be like, Leslie, can we sit down? Um, Your kids (laughs) are everywhere. (laughs) And personally, it hurts me that you would leave crumbs. Wait, um, before we have to go, can you tell me about 
Leslie and the bananas. Okay, so <laughs> we went to a good friend of mine's concert, which was beautiful, Charlotte Day Wilson. Um, it was at Massey Hall, which is like a super, super iconic venue. And we went uh, backstage after to say hi to Charlotte. And she was like, her whole family was there. And we were all there. And like, Leslie was obviously just standing in the corner being like, um, <laughs> sitting at a squeak. And he's like on his diet, which is actually ending today, but he's going to like keep it going. We'll see. Wow. I'm really proud of him. It's crazy. A full month of like no sugar, no alcohol, no bread. Congrats, Leslie. Yeah. Congrats, babe. Um, yeah and he was like before we were leaving charlotte's like i have to get ready because like there's an after party and leslie's like um can i have there's like you know the rider and he's like yeah. uh, can i have these bananas <laughs> <laughs> she's like take the bananas and they were organic which was nice so we like left and like walked to the club and he literally just brought this bunch of bananas then we get to the club and they're like, sorry, man, like, you're going to have to leave your bananas outside. <laughs> so he left his bunch of bananas outside with the, like, with the security or the bouncers or whatever. And then we stayed there and then he left and got his bananas. And now they're on my table. Stop. And, they, and that's it's, a real man. And it's a big bunch of bananas, too. Yeah, organic. Like, it was it wasn't no small bunch. It was like a no. full bunch of bananas. No, it was a full bunch of beautiful organic bananas. <laughs> oh he brought his God. bananas to the club, babe. Had to leave them outside and went came back for them. He was thinking about them the whole time for sure. We were inside. He was like He's like, like Are my bananas safe? Like banana, 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 banana. <laughs> In his head for sure. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. That's incredible. What episode is this? 22? What the 22. hell? 22. I don't know. Also, do you love Beyonce's new song? No. You don't. I'm so sorry. I it's not I love that the single cover. I think it's very cool. I think it's like 90s like house vibes. I which just I'm, like she's trying, right? I'm down with her doing house, but her vocals don't feel right over it. Yeah, I mean, Beyonce is always going to have her like, she's like going to have this intensity in her vocal. But I feel is, like she's she, like got a voice, you know? But, yeah, but maybe it's just like the production doesn't fit it. Like the vocal production doesn't feel right over it. It feels a little disjointed to me, honestly. Yeah. I need I, to know, give it, it might have been intentional. Maybe. I don't know. It's, I think it's a really cool song, but isn't it ever, is it like anti capitalist? And it's like, baby, a billionaire. <laughs> Yeah, I always think it's so funny when like super rich people are like anti-capitalist. I'm like, are you but, really you know though? I mean, she's making it for everyone else, you know? No, I respect it. Um, She's always going to give us the heat. I'm going to give it some more listens because first listen, I was just like, I, I'm not opposed to the idea. I love the idea of Beyonce doing a house track, but it like doesn't click for me it would have been really cool if she did like super like minimal kind of um like house vocals or like not even not even minimal like I like like I love a house vocal that has like you know growls and shit in it but I feel like the vocal production maybe should have been less pop exactly that's like more like 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 pulled back a bit totally that's the thing and like reverby and like 
yeah, yeah it, it needs to feel like it fits in with the track and i feel like right now it's like two different like the also, is doing one thing and her vocals i think it was the dream and tricky stewart mm. who did like single ladies like yeah, they're pop yeah. like they're they oh, do yeah. like tricky pop stewart, right? so you know it's hard when you're like a massive pop artist and like vocal production is so so important I know and you need to have like if you're gonna if you know this song is gonna be like a fucking number one which it's going to be probably it's like you have to have that like I mean you don't have to but I think there's like a lot of you know pressure to have a a very like clean pop vocal where people where the like lyrics are audible and stuff totally I it would have been sick if she if the vocal production was a little different but totally that's kind of where my head is at I'm like this is almost there it's not there for me though yeah but anyway i'm obsessed with you i'm obsessed with you i feel like i have to sneeze but yeah babe sneeze it coming. come on grand finale give us a sneeze i've just been blowing oh, vape in this coming. camera screen it's like actually crazy maybe it like gives off the vibe that we're stoned if you watch the video which is kind of cool i'm like it's cool if we look stoned i don't think i did I even record video? I don't think I, I look so bad. I wasn't expecting to do video. I literally Damn. rolled out of bed. So I put this lip gloss on for nothing. Yeah. But you look good for me. It's for me. And for me. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I love you. I love you. Have a great day. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.